getting minus 40? When we say it's minus 30, but the wind feels like minus 40, do you know exactly what that feels like? Does it feel any different than minus 32? There's a certain point when cold is cold. <laughs> right? Uh, received an email from one of our listeners, Andy, who is a transplanted Englishman. He's been in Canada for a number of years now, but he tells the story of his very first experience in the minus 40 wind chill. And I've, Andy, this story is incredibly long, so I've taken the liberty of doing some editing. I'd like to pass it along to you now. This is, you know, for us, this is something we experience every year, right? We just deal with it. We don't necessarily like it, but we deal with it because we do it. We're Winnipeggers. We're Manitobans. So Andy's story, again, first time ever experiencing, as an adult, this kind of weather. Crunch. I stepped out the door and planted my foot firmly into the fresh, crisp snow. I wish I could do this in an English accent, but I'm terrible with accents. Into the fresh, crisp snow that had fallen earlier that day. No rapidly dissolving watery slush here. Just a firm crunch. I could feel thousands of snow particles compressing together with each step. This was real snow, and I'd been eagerly awaiting this moment. I traveled from England to Canada to visit my wife's family over a week ago. This was my first experience of a Canadian winter. Finally, the opportunity to fulfill a dream had come. My mother-in-law, who was concerned about my ignorance of a northern winter, had gone out for the evening. That, coupled with the fact the mercury had dropped sharply, creating a temperature in the mid-20s with a wind chill of minus 40, had provided the perfect opportunity. That's right, it was minus 40. My dream as an Englishman was to go for a walk at minus 40. My wife's family thought I was nuts who would dream about going for a walk in these frigid temperatures, but the opportunity was knocking. I stepped out into the blast of Arctic air, sweaters layered under my English duffel coat for torso protection. <laughs> Just that alone. My newly acquired Canadian toque covered my head. Yes, I was prepared. I was ready for this challenge. We're going to go long in this segment, Jerry, just so you know. <laughs> okay. Got the salute back. My plan was simple. Turn right at the end of the drive, walk along the sidewalk, take the first right, turn right all the way. The next street over behind my mother-in-law's house was joined by a walkway that ran along the length of my mother-in-law's backyard. I calculated this round-trip adventure should be no more than 15 minutes in the minus 40. Those first steps were exhilarating. I felt I had a sense of how Neil Armstrong felt stepping onto the moon for the first time. One small step for a Canadian, one giant leap for a born and bred Englishman from Bristol. As I breathed in, I immediately felt a sharp chilling of my innards as I inhaled the freezing air. As I exhaled, my warm breath visibly drifted upwards for at least 20 feet, swirling off into the night air that lay ahead in a mesmerizingly eerie show. Suddenly, I experienced an entirely new sensation. It felt as though the contents of my nose were crystallizing. <laughs> you know that feeling. It was a weird feeling, yes. That which is usually out of sight and out of mind, my nasal hair and whatever happened to be clinging to it was actually freezing. It felt odd. It was itchy. I twitched my nose from side to side, enjoying the feeling of the hardened contents knocking against the insides of my nostrils. Clearly, this walk was going to be full of new experiences. What a story I'd have to tell to my friends back home whose only experience of winter precipitation was rain, rain, rain. As I arrived at the end of the block, everything was going well. 
Snow was blowing past me from behind, but I was okay. My layers of insulation were working, trapping the warmth around my body. My toque covered my head, felt fine. My gloves were doing the job, all systems running smoothly. The first few minutes of my mission had been a success. I felt confident to press on as I neared the halfway point. When I turned the corner, I was instantly introduced to another force of nature, much stronger than the alluring metal pole I had just walked past. He wanted to touch his tongue onto a metal pole. (laughs) This force of nature was much more deadly. It was wind chill. I'd never really experienced wind chill, not like this. The wind hit me with an icy blast that felt like it could knock me off my feet, but more concerning than the force was the extreme cold that it carried. What had thus been a leisurely, albeit cold walk, was suddenly transformed into a painful experience. A burning sensation spread across my exposed forehead. I could feel my eyebrows freezing up and crunching together. (laughs) My cheeks and nose started to tingle along with the earlobes that lay unprotected beneath my toque. As I pressed forward, my thighs started to sting as the cold simply passed through my jeans as if they weren't even there. (laughs) The fingers that were separated by my gloves started to tingle. My wife had warned me that mittens were better. I hadn't expected this. Instinctively, I bowed my head towards the sidewalk, positioned my arm in front of my head for relief, and pressed on. And I'd learned an important lesson. Minus 40 wind chill was not truly experienced until you're actually walking into the wind. (laughs) As I had walked up the first street, the wind had behind me. Uh, I was protected. Now I was fully exposed. The first tinge of doubt entered my mind about the wisdom of this endeavor. Was I prepared? Was I insane? I had to go back a long way to remember the coldest day I experienced in England. When I was about 13, I could remember looking at the digital temperature display in the town I grew up in, on the outskirts of the city of Bristol. I couldn't believe how cold it was. Minus seven. It seemed so cold. But now, here I was, walking into a wind that felt 33 degrees colder. And then a new concern arose. Where was that walkway that would lead me home? (laughs) He's lost. (laughs) Loose snow was being whipped up by the wind, and as I tried to look up, I couldn't see that opening anywhere. In fact, I had no idea where I was in relation to my mother-in-law's house. In my disorientation, new thoughts began to flood my mind. Was my mother-in-law right? Was I unready for this kind of exposure? Should I have taken my wife with me? I could see the headlines in the papers back home. Englishman found frozen to death in Canadian street after short walk around the block. (laughs) A (laughs) A mild panic began to set in. If I turned back, it would take about 20 minutes to return, and I'd have to face the bone-chilling, skin-numbing wind all over again on that first street. Of course, the thought of simply knocking on a stranger's door and asking for refuge didn't occur to this proud Englishman. And then, at my lowest point of despair, confusion, and disorientation, a revelation. A scarf-wrapped angel... A scarf-wrapped angel gliding between two houses a few houses down the street, waving her arms, my rescuer, my beloved wife. Hand in hand, we swiftly traversed between the two streets, crunch, crunch, crunch. And then it was suddenly over. 
I was home in my Canadian home away from home. What a sweet relief. As I entered the warm building, I began to defrost and my extremities began to tingle. Didn't they hurt, Andy? They should have hurt like hell. Tingle? And hot chocolate never seemed as good as it did that evening. Next time, I'd be wiser. Next time, I would be better prepared for a wind chill of minus 40. I wonder if he actually was prepared for that wind chill next time he faced it. It's, it's interesting to hear about somebody's first experience in this kind of weather. Isn't it? Something we take for granted. Just open our cars start. Thank you for that email, Andy. We appreciate it. Oh, baby, it's cold.